hot pink on a Monday. I'm down here in uh, Dunedin, Florida, dude. I can tell you got. I got seeing palm trees, and I'm seeing a nice pool behind you. For those that just listen, if you want to come here, uh, my pool is closed, but the entire backyard is a puddle because it's been like, you, dude, you just missed like the craziest rainstorm ever on a like northeast coast. It was two days. Are you serious? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe that's why they put delays everywhere you were going. What? When? Wait. Wait. Didn't I what? Did you have like flight delays delays everywhere you were going this weekend? Dude, that's a great point. Exactly. I was we were uh, we were just in Oklahoma and then we were flying to uh Houston to fly to Tampa last night, but our flight our plane never made it. So we ended up getting stuck in Houston last night. Went to Mastros though, ended up getting a nice steak nice. dinner, which was let's get it. Ever <laughs> you ever been to Mastros, bro? I think I've I've been there years ago, but yeah, it's freaking awesome. Dude, what an incredible steak. Incredible steak. Oh my yeah. gosh. Texas. Think Texas. Have, you, have you have you seen this new thing that maybe this isn't new, but I'm thinking it is because I've been to a lot of steakhouses. That A5 Wagyu beef, Wagyu steak. I've seen it. I've never really had one, I don't think. You put it, you put it on like a hot stone. Okay. You cook it on a hot stone. Yeah, it's it it, dude, it tastes like a piece of butter. It doesn't even taste <laughs> like steak. That's so <laughs> I saw somebody posted something at a steakhouse the other day, and like for the last like seriously, for the last like five days, I've been like Kind of want to go to a steakhouse one day, like in the next couple of weeks. They're so got to go. You got to go. The only bad oh, thing, is getting a bad. Dude, I'm, com- I'm coming to see you. We're going. We're, we're going to see Corielli. Maybe we'll go. Maybe we'll go to a nice steak that night. That's great idea. Lock Let's do it. that. We'll go to a nice steak that night, and we'll go see Corielli. Real yeah. nice. Belly. Dude, we got to get. I I told Pete. I said we got to get you back on the uh, pod. He's like whatever you want. So. Oh, he's got. We're coming for you, Corielli. We're coming. Did you tell him? Did you tell him we're coming to his show? Yeah, I told him we're coming because he, he was saying he's coming to Pittsburgh. I said we're coming along. You're coming to Long Island. I said I'm coming up there to work, and then Kate and I are coming up. That's See gonna you. be so much fun. I'm so looking forward yeah. to that. That's it's great. If you haven't listened to it, if you Pete Corielli, go to his Instagram page. He has a lot of his clips there. You see how freaking funny this guy is. Dude, it's he is so freaking funny. And dude, he's like he's like our he was our number one show. Yeah, of all the oh, unbelievable yeah. people we had. People love Pete Coriella because he's super yep. funny. And, he, and I think he's going to be born with Sebastian next year. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. They're going to tour together. Plus, dude, he writes for, like, Kevin James. He's a, he's a brilliant dude. He's, he's fun. so funny. Dude. He's genius. He's a, that, that, their, their podcast, the Pete and Sebastian show, is incredible. Uh, it is so laugh, If you want to laugh, go there. Yeah. Plus, it's also, like, they talk about such, like, issues that we all face. They both, you know... Sebastian has little kids now, so and Pete's Pete's daughter is a little older, so like he helped him through all the mess that that Sebastian. Did. Oh, sure did. So good. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. All right. We do have some. We had some news over the weekend, dude. Uh. Yamamoto was being uh, wined and dined all over the country. He was at Steve Cohen's home, according to uh, Joel Sherman. Uh. Joel also said that uh, your buddy was there helping him. Uh. Helping him cut Mendoza. his meat. Yeah, Mendoza was cutting the steak for Yamamoto, feeding it to him. Like, come on, bro. You got to go. Please. Please. I wonder, like, I wonder how those meetings go, like, how those dinners go. Like, the pressure, like, I wonder what goes into, like, the prep that that Steve Cohen has, the prep that the manager has who's going to be in that room. It, it, they have to be working on that that dinner like what are we making you know what are we cooking like 
in the presentation. What are we cooking? What's the presentation? What are the what are we gonna talk to him about? How do we come off like we're cool? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll say the other how are we, you know, how are we likable? But you know, those yeah. guys are obviously likable guys. But you, that has to all go through your mind when you're doing when you're when you're courting a player like that. It really does. Plus, I think in this day and age, the requests for the big time free agents are met more than. Remember when A Rod? The whole reason A Rod didn't go to like the Mets or the Red Sox is because he was like he wanted his own plane or something, or he wanted a suite and stuff like that, and they all said no. I think this day and age, if you're going to try to land a big guy for a big, big amount of money, you're getting like, you know, Steve Cohen was probably talking to his sweet people going, all right, do we have a suite for his family? Uh, do we have this in case he asks for that? What do we Charter do? flight? Do we have a charter flight for him? Let's buy him a plane. Yeah, let's buy him a plane. Let's have him buy a, buy our plane. Like, yeah. <laughs> he can just take it wherever he wants with all the money we're giving him, you know? Yeah. It's, it's fascinating. Well, dude, I also, too, we were talking about, um, you know, we were reading something that said Senga, who obviously is one of them, is the Mets' top pitcher, had had uh, you know obviously has connection with Yamamoto because they were obviously friends in Japan. You know that helps, man. Yeah, I think that that presence helps for guys coming over that don't know the language. You have a friend; it'd, it'd be like a player going over to Japan looking for the American players. Right, I think you're allowed three or four American players. You know, you're looking for the guys that can speak English because. It's not easy to just come over to another country when, you know, you just have your translator. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to have a teammate. No, it you is know? nice to have a teammate. Oh, speaking of also courting him, uh, I just saw a report that uh, Bryce Harper, I guess they did a Zoom with him, uh, the Phillies, and Bryce Harper, like, had to give his pitch to Yamamoto on over Zoom. That must not have been easy. <laughs> that must have been tough. That must have been tough. Yeah, yeah. that's not easy. It's that's not easy. easy. Um, anyway, the other thing going on is the closer market. It seems like the Dodgers are like the like. It's a foregone conclusion that Hater is going to be a Dodger because the more you read, I want to ask your opinion of this as a as a former player and coach. The more you read it, like I'm starting to feel like the uh, the closer market is kind of starting to mirror the running back market in the NFL. In that, like this past year, you know Saquon Barkley didn't get the money he wanted. He's one of the best in the game. Like and and the NFL teams have decided there's so many good running backs that they don't want to pay a great running back, especially because their shelf lives aren't that long. I tend to think closer shelf lives, they really aren't that long either. We we think of Mariano and Hoffman, whatever, but that, that's like, that's not everybody. That's not, you know, yeah. the closer's shelf life is probably like four or five really great, good seasons, like a Brad Lidge, somebody like that. Like, so my question to you is, are you, would you be afraid if your team to sign a closer to like an Edwin Diaz type number when you think you might be able to plug into that. And can you just plug somebody into closer? I, I, I just, you know, being around the game long enough, dude, those last three outs are not all outs are not created equal. I think those last three outs are the hardest to get in baseball. I really do. I don't I, just, whatever it is, guys lock in more, you know, they're, they're trying to get on base. Maybe it's a little grittier. Um, but I just think the bullpens are are everything, and especially the back end. So the teams that don't have that really good, even if they don't have lockdown guys at the end or that lockdown closer, I feel like that you you give away a lot of games during 162, bro. Like a lot of games become a little shakier when you don't have that lockdown guy. So yeah. I disagree with you know with with 
if people are saying that just, hey, we can get anybody to do that because that's not true, man. I, I really believe guys like Hater, guys that go out and they have saves and they and they, they have a track record to close games, I think those guys are invaluable, man. I think a guy like Hater that would come over to – if he went to the Dodgers or wherever he went, man, you know, you're getting a lockdown, you know, guy in the ninth that's going to win you a lot of ball games that are 3-2, 4-3. You know, a guy that's just got great stuff. So yeah, I, I don't I don't buy I don't buy it, man. I don't buy it. If I if I'm if I'm a front office guy, I'm going for guys that have, have that can get saves that have, have a proven track record. Right. And if you're the Dodgers, why the hell not? <laughs> you're gonna have yeah, a, if you're the Dodgers, just get everybody. You're gonna have all stars in every single this might be one of those years where you see the voting for uh for all star and like it's the it's an entire roster, like it's an entire starting lineup. That happened with like the Yankees had like eight guys one year starting. Yeah, Brave Kansas City the year the year Kansas City was was uh going to the uh World Series World Series they had I think eight out of the nine guys were were the other guys and <laughs> but that's a voting process thing anyway. Well, what else are you doing while you're down there? Are you gonna are you gonna hop in that pool today? You know, let me, you know. Let me see. Let me see. Is it cold? <laughs> no, it's like. 84 degrees it has to be dude it's like hot it's like a hot tub i'm definitely get in there you gotta get in there well especially 13 dude, dude, 13 dude, year old we were 13 year old sean used to have his t-shirt on because he was embarrassed <laughs> now exactly. year old sean looks like uh <laughs> sly stallone in rambo 2 you gotta get in there man man shirt <laughs> off let's go <laughs> so good you know what i we were just in uh we were just in oklahoma you know, going to hit with Matt Holiday, and, and we hit with Jackson, Ethan Holiday, and some other guy, some other guys that were there too. I mean, you would talk about hospitality, dude. They were, they were so kind to us. We were at Matt's house, which is one of the nicest houses. It's, it's on this, you know, 150 acres out in Oklahoma. Beautiful setup. They had a beautiful cage. But dude, they, have you ever seen this? They had a pool that was two levels. One up here, then you jump off a pool to get to the other pool. No, but I like. You ever see that? No, that's amazing. <laughs> It's, it's almost like you're at, it's almost like you're at a waterfall, you know, where you're like it was incredible. So anyway, dude, Jake has a my son Jake has a hundred and eleven day streak of the cold plunge going. Oh wow. So Matt looks Matt looks at his things like it's forty eight degrees in the in the pool. So dude, him and uh, him and this other guy, Hub, good good buddy of Matt's, ended up jumping in the other night, like eleven thirty, and it it was it was cold out, and I was like, Wow. <laughs> so when I just uh, when I, I and I I do like the cold punch, but at that point at night, eleven o'clock, I was like, I just do the cold shower today. Whenever I'm on the road, I throw in the cold shower. But this eighty-four degrees change, I'm getting in here, bro. You got in there. You got in there. Hey, how's Matt Holiday like teaching your son? What does that feel like to you, man? When you see them in a cage together, going over stuff. It was great, dude. You know, Matt and I, you know, we have a lot of the same philosophies on hitting, so we really enjoyed just you know mixing it up with those guys and hit with those guys and. Just the setup's great. Matt's 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 awesome, dude. You're one of the best players to ever play the game, man. Go look at his yeah. numbers. Right on the right on the border of Cooperstown. I, no doubt about it. He career, still 299, career 299 hitter, dude. Yeah, he hit. Yeah, yeah. this uh yeah, his last his last couple of years, you know, yeah, you got you got something going on. Yeah. You know, wasn't able to, to lock it in. But yeah, uh what a amazing Leslie, his wife, you know, they they cooked you know fillets for us every night, burgers. I'm yeah. like Bro, we just wanted to come hit. We weren't yeah. expecting to be here all the time. So it was a great, oh, great trip. And now, yeah, now we're out here for a couple of days. So it's awesome. Fun.
You uh, you getting good? What home? are you doing, kid? What are you doing? I'm working. We got some football stuff going on. There's a lot, dude. There's so many teams that are uh, right. It playoff contention. The AFC, like every team in the AFC, has the same record. It's like they're all doing it, dude. The backup quarterback this year is like, dude, Joe Flacco. We you we said it. We said on our show that Joe Flacco should have been ejected at the beginning of the season. Joe Flacco is running around like he's 23 years old. It's so cool to see. Him. It's incredible. Yeah. Dude, was he, did, did they call him off his couch or was he was he the backup? You know, I think he no no he came off his couch. No, dude, that first game he started for the Browns for the yeah. rest of the week he was still actually listed on the practice squad. That's how that's how quick he got there and got on the field. And oh they had to God. give him like a contract, and it just goes yeah. to show you that veteran mind, dude, can like get in and, and knows the language and could just boom. Yeah, so true that you say that because it, I, I actually got to watch a lot of that game yesterday. And like, there's this one play, you know, Flacco's not a fast guy, he's not like a mobile guy, he just yeah. like, stops back. And you see all the young guys, like you saw, you know, you're a Pittsburgh guy, pick it, and then like oh. in, in New York, you see uh, Wilson, these guys like during like. A, a play start running out of pressure. Oh, they just start running, spinning around, throwing it into the ground. Flacco just like lazily, like a freaking hound dog, just backed up a little <laughs> through this like pass, just over the head of like a deep uh, a linebacker for like a thirty-five yard game. <laughs> play, play the game, and it's just like I don't see a twenty-four-year-old doing that. No offense to twenty-four-year-old yeah. athlete, yeah. just the mind can move can like slow down while your body's still going full speed when you have experience, right? You can't teach experience, Shanty. You can't teach experience. It's just like, you know, when you get an opportunity to play in the postseason, you know, guys that you feel like have been there a little bit can slow it down a little more than maybe you got to have. Yeah, that's what I got going on, a little football stuff. I'm actually going All right, man. stuff out now. All right, dude, jump in that dude. Do Lock in. I'll, I'll be in. I'll be in, dude. Now. And uh, I'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. We'll be coming live from Florida all week. All right, kid. We love you, buddy. Love you.